welcome to 67 Rye, what follows us and what we love. And just as a refresher, what follows me is the number 67, what I love is rye, because it makes beer, whiskey, and bread, the holy trinity. If you got one of those three things, you're going to be all right, all right, all right. And today, we're going to be taking a little blog from the category on 67rye.com called 67 Tourism. And this is the blog where I give you ideas about where to go, what to see, and what to do if you're ever going to be doing something touristy. Going to a place, you want to have a good time, I'm going to give you some tips. I'm going to give you some ideas. You're in the right place at the right time, baby. All right. So what are we talking about today? Well, the blog in question is called Here to Eternity. And Eternity is spelled E-3-T-E-R-N-I-T-Y. So if you didn't catch it, there's an E3 at the beginning of an eternity because what we're talking about today on 67 Tourism is the E3 conference. Now, for all my non-gamers out there, the E3 conference is probably the Mecca. I use that word a lot, but there's no other better word to use when it comes to video gamers. If you ever heard of the Apple Week or uh, September is the month that Apple launches all their products. So all the, the, the cults of Apple out there, it, it really is a cult. Yeah, I'm probably part of it people who own Apple products every September it, it, it Christmas comes early because they get to uh, watch the day long conference of Apple from their mega ship, whatever the hell it's called. I think it's called the ring their headquarters in Silicon Valley where they produce all this technology. They, they go ahead and they do a week long show essentially where they talk about all the new iPhones, iPads, and then they, they just make it a huge event, and it's it's pretty much the biggest event for for all all things tech when it comes to handheld devices and computers and, and all those things. Well, the equivalent of that in the video game world is something called E3, and I think it's a tourist attraction because it's part of, in the last quarter century anyways, video games have replaced or has be, have become as, as important as cable television when it comes to how we spend a lot of our spare time. It's not only a recreational pursuit, but it's even had uh, it's even had inroads into the world of real estate. If you think about, if you ever bought a house recently, a realtor might send you uh, a link that lets you view the property virtually. So if you ever played The Sims back in the day, you could walk through a house as a Sims character and you, you pretty much lived your life. It was called Sims Online or the Sims family. And it was just virtual life. And they can give you a virtual tour of a house and it's like playing a video game. So the rise of VR, all these things, they're going to be so prevalent in our society and the, the cutting edge of all this stuff, all this nerdy, cool stuff, video games, it's all centralized into this one place. Every June, everyone who is into video games, even slightly, makes the pilgrimage to Los Angeles, California. And the funniest thing about it is, if you're going to Los Angeles for a video game conference of all things, I, I, I kind of get, I'm, it kind of makes me think, couldn't they pick a better city for that? I mean, I'm not hating. I've been to LA, I love it. Sandy beaches, great food, crazy traffic, a lot of weirdos, 
a lot of things to see. Great for people watching. But going to the beach. But I mean, you had a there's a I can think of a million better places to have a video game conference. First of all, if you're having a video game conference, you should be going to, you know, set it up in Toronto or set it up in Edmonton, where it's winter nine months of the year. Because people when people who go to this conference, they're not going to be going outside anyways. So you might as well have it in a cold place. Uh, somewhere in the northern hemisphere. And like way north. <laughs> but I digress. Uh, back in the early 90s, this uh, conference had its genesis when the video game uh, industry was two or three companies. You had Genesis, you had Sega, you had the early early version of Nintendo. And they would uh, kind of have these trade shows, but they were spread out and they would have to do crazy marketing to get the word out. It wasn't a very organized effort. And it's an interesting thing when all the competitors in the industry decide to stop competing and start collaborating. It's amazing what happens. They actually start getting stuff done. And that's exactly what happened right in 1995. They were able to put their collective heads together and say, guys, listen, it's great that you own this conf- you own this trade show and I you know we own this trade show. Why don't we come together and just make one big epic hoorah of a video game throwdown? And the world of video gaming has never been the same. I've never been to E3, but it's on my tourism hit list. Because similar to what I was describing earlier with Apple, they're going to do product launches there that they won't let anybody else see until you get there. And recently, they, you know, I mean, the exclusivity of the trailers for the next video game console or the next video game is only at E3. Now you think about PlayStation, you think about Xbox, those those uh, Sony, and, Sony and Microsoft just launched new systems. PlayStation 5, Xbox One, if I recall correctly. I'm a Sony guy because obviously Sony is better, but I dug. <laughs> uh, Xbox is great too, but I, I'm a lifelong Sony guy. But with these two new conferences that just launched, guess where they launched officially? At E3. Now this year in 2020 was all digital, but the fact still remains. They told you what the whole system was going to be all the integrations, all the software, all the hardware, all the video games, all the exclusive lineups are all going to be at this conference only. So from 1995 till 2006, sorry, 2016, 21 years, it was essentially industry insiders only. You had to be a developer. You had to be someone from one of the hardware, like the Sony or Microsoft or Nintendo. You had to be, you had to be somebody working in the industry to get invited. But in 2016, a magical thing happened. They said, you know what? We're just going to open this bad boy up to anybody. Any of you hardcore gamers, book your ticket, come here, and we're going to... And then, you know what? It's about damn time. Uh, you, you've been eating you've been eating off our plates for a while. Uh, our excitement, our, our admiration. And I mean, you guys are providing a great product, great service. Don't get me wrong. But still, to, to finally come around to your senses and be like, okay, well, the people who are supporting this and propping this up, and the reason why it is so big uh, is because of the gaming culture, and now you have esports and all these things. Maybe we should let them in, into the fun. And, I mean, I believe there's a wait list where you can't just roll up on this conference. You have to book it a year in advance, maybe two years in advance, because this is it's in a smaller um trade show or one of those conference halls in la so you can't just roll up you have to actually book in advance 
And I think it's a cool, it's on my bucket list, even though by the time I go, I'll be long past playing video games. Maybe I won't. Maybe they'll have virtual reality and I'll be able to play a quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles and uh, fulfill a lifelong dream. Uh, Because right now you play with the joystick, but if you can do virtual reality and it's just my, there's no difference between you and Tom Brady, then I mean, who doesn't want, who's not going to get excited for that? So I might end up at this conference and be a, a, a gamer by the time uh, by the time I I end up out there, but I hope it's not in LA because if I'm in LA, I'm not going to want to go to a video game conference. I'm going to want to go to the beach, have some mai tais, and dance all night long. But that's just me. Maybe I'll go to the conference for an hour or two. But I mean, if you want to go check it out, I highly recommend. I mean, it's uh, video games have changed our lives. I mean. The first video game I ever played was a Sega Dreamcast back in 1999, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. And ever since then, I've been I've been upgrading, but only in the Sony lines. And all this to say that I can't imagine my life without video games. You know, I was born in the early 90s, and the uh, advancement of technology has not just affected cell phones and computers, but it's affected our our recreational time. And now you have online gaming. You can play against some person in uh, Czechoslovakia or Brazil or wherever. And they could be beacon you and you, you get to maybe make pen pals. Or you just, it's really cool. It's kind of connected the world in a way. Uh, maybe in 50 years, we'll all get carpal tunnel because we're just slamming the shit out of these joysticks. But who who knows? Anyway, it's all exciting stuff. And you're looking for some tourism ideas and you are a gamer. Throw E3 on the list because it might be time for you to go to L.A. and not be in the sun. But with that, thank you very much for listening to another episode of 67 Rye.